Dive 69 is the way you dive right in. Well, think about it. Could you, could you really, could two people <laughs> really dive more into each other than they could during a 69 position? If you really think about it. I just wanted one episode <laughs> where we didn't talk about sex. Steve, the this artist's month. name is 69. <laughs> what were you expecting? I just wanted one. There's gotta be there's gotta be a song out there that just doesn't lend itself to this sort of humor. Well, Steve, I'm sorry, but this song is not that song. This song is Gummo by Takashi69, and you are hearing it on the Song Topsy Report, where we dissect bad, bizarre, or otherwise noteworthy music to figure out how it died. I am your host, Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm eternally disappointed, Steve Trollinger. <laughs> Steve, why are you eternally disappointed? Why are you such a wet blanket? Because it's cold and it's snowy, and I hate those things. <laughs> right now, I'm just uh, I'm just uh, suffering from a bit of seasonal affective disorder, Aww. also known as sad. You had the old Christmas blues. Oh, not Christmas. Snow blues. Uh, winter blues. I just oh the snow blues. I just liked it because it was like spring for a week, and we were like, "Yay, it's springtime!" And then it stopped being spring immediately, and now it's winter again. And I don't like that. Yeah, I just heard there's a nor'easter coming up this weekend. It's supposed to hit us with at least four inches of a snow. A fourth one? Yes. A fourth fucking nor'easter. How many? Before Easter. Before Easter. It's it's a it's a nor'easter. The fourth Easter before Easter. <laughs> but no, before we dive into this too much, I did also just want to say, if this is your first time listening, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, and if you've been listening for a while, thank you so much for listening. And please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts if you are so inclined. Also, shout out to Nick for uh, the editing of last week's episode. It was, we had roughly about an hour and a half of material and he got it down to 40, around 46 minutes. It was, yes. It was impressive. Well, <laughs> hats, well hats back on. Because most of what he cut out was my personality balancing whimsical uh, funny joke bits, and he just left in all the parts where I'm a raging asshole. So Nick is giving the people what they want, Steve. He's giving them what they want. Steve, what if it turns out the, the, the more shocking, truthful realization <laughs> is that that is your default, and I only cut out like two minutes of you being whimsical, and the rest is just you. I don't think I could. I, believe that. I don't think I could take such a hit to my own self-image <laughs> and psychologically survive. Well, if you want to talk about people who have a very confident self-image, uh, Takashi Six Nine, uh, the artist we're discussing today, is one such person. He is a rapper. Actual name, Daniel Hernandez, 21 years old. Slash, from, slash vampire. Yes, yeah, slash vampire. Uh, well, would someone who is able to look at themselves in a mirror ever look like that? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm whimsical, you piece of shit. <laughs> but Steve, he is uh, from Bushwick. He's practically your neighbor. You shut your mouth. Have you guys ever like seen each other just like on your daily commutes? Uh, no, we probably don't really travel in the same circles. No? Uh, I don't know... That I've ever seen a human being that looks like that on a subway. And that's saying something. Yes. I've never seen anyone that looks like this on a New York subway train. 6ix9ine, or Takashi 6ix9ine, or Takashi, he goes by many names, uh, is a very popular rapper right now. He is very much blowing up. Uh, in fact, the song that we're talking about today, one of his, uh, as of this recording, biggest hits, Gummo currently has about 150 million views on oh. YouTube. 
And if you haven't heard, God. if you have not heard Six Nine's work before, uh, here's a little bit of Gummo. Niggas heavy, got the so did you understand any of that? There's only one word you can understand. <laughs> the what, whole, is, what is that word, Steve? This entire song, there's only ever one word that he really puts the emphasis on and really hits so that you can clearly understand it all, I want to say, 38 times that he says it. Yeah, he he does come up with a very good rhyming scheme in that if you just if every line ends with the same word, it always will rhyme. It's just that word that he uses to rhyme is something we can't say on this podcast. Oh, wow, wow, you're looking at line up with the lyrics here. It is like at the end of every stanza, huh? It's just I mean, it's brilliant in a way. Cause Steve, I know how much you like it when an artist rhymes a word with the same word. Especially this word. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I was just doing a quick spot count, check my math. I'm already up to 17. I've only gone down half the list. <laughs> but so, yes. So oh. who's Blicky, and why is he so aroused right now? That's oh, we, I, uh, we, will, we will dive okay. into these lyrics very thoroughly, uh, much to Steve's chagrin. Uh, but yeah, so 6-9 spelled the number 6-I-X, the number 9-I-N-E. So it's a 6-9. Yes. 6-X-9-I-N-E. Uh, like I said, uh, a.k.a. Daniel Hernandez, a 21-year-old rapper from Bushwick. Oh, we're the same age. Yeah, 21? Oh, I think it's 29. No, 21. Oh, I, I got 6'9", stuck in my... I'm kind of... <laughs> just, just Mike I'm... Russell is 69 years old. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just died in exercise. Why are there so many young people with so much money that don't know how to use it? Why do well, people <laughs> who don't know how to use money have all the money? And all of us who could do a lot more with money, have none of it. Well, Steve, funny you mention that, because in relation to other younger artists we've covered recently, including Lil Pump and Lil Yachty, where do you think 6ix9ine got his start? I don't know, an early formation of some kind? (laughs) (laughs) Based on Lil Yachty and Lil Pump, where do you think... High school! He had to, right? Right. SoundCloud. Thank you. Oh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Oh, oh, I completely forget yes. about that. that <laughs> a lot of people do. That's why they're losing so much money. But yes, thank you, Steve. He became popular <laughs> on SoundCloud. I'm barely paying attention, Mike. <laughs> but the plot immediately thickens because when he was young, he started writing his songs and releasing them on SoundCloud. He does not actually have a SoundCloud account. What? He released his songs on SoundCloud or YouTube. He does not actually have an account with them. What he did was... And continues to this day, uh, he makes his music and uh, videos on YouTube and releases them through a channel called, quote, Fuck Them, which, according to 6ix9ine, is a record label in Slovakia. And I dug, I went to their, I went to their website, and it's, 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 you have to translate it from... Slovak, essentially, to English. It's this very minimalist page that has very little information about it. But there's a link to their YouTube account where uh, Takashi 69 releases all of his videos. And you can actually see, we're looking at the YouTube page right now. It's from that label, but, like, there is no information about them. So he's, he's being funded by the Russian mob. That's what I'm starting okay. to think. I think that this Bushwick 21-year-old rapper is funded by the Russian mob. Okay. There's... It's not just our elections, folks. I buy They're it. influencing our music as well. Dude, what? Where's my money, Vladimir? Huh? 
Huh? Where's my money? Yeah, Steve, what would you do to sell out to the Russians? Uh, run for public office. <laughs> Already been done. Damn. For you, the listener, if you have not actually seen what 6ix9ine looks like, because I became acquainted with him not too, too long ago, I struggled with the right description of how to describe what 6ix9ine looks like. I struggled so much. I ended up coming up with a, uh, eight or nine different descriptors for what he looks like uh, with a little bit of help from my co-host. So if you haven't Googled what he looks like yet, uh, 6ix9ine looks like the Joker if the vat of acid he fell into was actually melted Skittles. Uh, if he was a video game character, he would be a DLC, like the Jokey DLC. As- he would be like, you'd be like Dan from Street Fighter 3. <laughs> <laughs> like just a, like you you don't get him right away and then when you unlock him you think you've done something really cool but it turns out he's the worst stat fighter in the entire game and does like barely any cool moves and the ones that he does are the stupidest possible versions of those moves he looks like a horrifying disappointment to leprechauns who are trying to hide a pot of gold at the end of him uh his his hair is rainbow colored that's the joke uh he looks and his, hair, his hair and mouth are rainbow colored Oh, and he also has the number 69 tattooed all over his body. It is on his face. It is on his neck. It's dozens of times written on his arm. Mm, face well, tattoo. No sure indication of a well-functioning mind there. He certainly has an eye towards the future where he's not a rapper anymore and has to get a real job. But you know what? Maybe, you know what? Who are we to shit on someone who has decided to take it upon themselves to have a very unique appearance. Maybe he's just trying to represent every possible... Every color? Color of the rainbow. Purple. Green. But he did actually have a pretty tough life growing up. Um, You would with rainbow teeth, for sure. No doubt about it. Well, even before the... You know, contrary, contrary to what you may have heard, Mike, he was not born with the rainbow teeth. Those came a little bit later into his career. Uh, no, he had some run-ins with the law when he was younger. He, he served a little bit of jail time for n- not only selling heroin while working at the bodega job he was working at the time, but then beating up his boss when he caught him doing it on the job. <laughs> but that... <laughs> you okay? Because <laughs> how dare that boss catch him? How dare he? He starts beating the hell out of him. Oh, God. But no, he, uh, 6 9 has since said that he has pushed that life behind him, which is great because another skeleton in his closet is Before the fact... Before you say anything... Yes. I would just like to posit that there is no possible way this person could fall any lower in my estimation. Continue, Nick. He pled guilty to one felony count of use of a child in a sexual performance. Good day, gentlemen. <laughs> Goodbye, Steve. Thank you for joining us. Yes, he. Uh, I. I. The. Uh, the actual court documents I saw online. So yeah, his whole defense basically rests on the fact that he claimed he was seventeen at the time, and so they were both minors. Although, in the official court documents, he is eighteen when the video, in, the incriminating video in question, uh, was filmed. It is. Uh, I was saying this before when I found out. It is damning. Uh, a damning assessment of our legal system where we have to be so specific with our sex crime laws. Yes. Like, we should just, uh, there's a, it's like, ah, man. All right, but, all right, it's illegal to have sex with a minor. Yeah, okay, we got that. We got statutory rape law. What if, like, you're not having sex with a minor, but you're in the room where the minor is having sex? Is there a law for that? Should, like, like, 
Oh, what? So now it's against law for me to be in a room where a minor is being murdered. A minor is being forced to have sex, and I'm not stopping it. And instead of an act, I'm not actively participating, but I'm not actively stopping. Oh, that's against the law now too. Oh, he was oh, doing. Okay, okay, Stalin. Okay, <laughs> communist Russia. Yeah, yeah. No, that is a law. We're gonna make that a law now. Actually, yeah, wait, yeah. if you are in a room when someone's murdered, it's criminal negligence. <laughs> I mean, you're not you're not expected. To... Mike, how many times has this happened in your life where you just stood passively by while someone was murdered in the room you happened to be in and you didn't say anything? No, that's never happened. Mike, with you, you're the only person who I would believe that actually no. has happened. Guys, did I tell you my murder story? Okay, so I was in this room, just minding my own business, eating some spaghetti. But I say he claims that that's all in the past, but he still gets entangled with, with um, well, as an example, not a... Uh, Three or four weeks ago, I think, he flew into L.A. to do a show and immediately in LAX got in a street brawl with a gang there. I don't know if it was the Bloods or the Crips because he says that he, quote, fucks with both of them. But on TMZ, you can watch this. You can see him and his posse fighting in the street outside of like, you know, where like cars would pull up to drop people off at the terminal. Just (laughs) five or six guys all just beating each other up. And then this rainbow colored unicorn right in the middle trapped amongst the turmoil. That's why he gets to fuck with both of them, though. Because he's got I'm, red and blue in him, you know? <laughs> he's got every color. He, okay. I'm, he's uh, got his gay coloration down, man. I think he said gay and coloration first, his, which is true, which too. Is also he's true. he's <laughs> very progressive. He has his, what you're saying is he has his gang colors down, except he doesn't like understand the concept of what gang colors mean, so he wears them both and therefore gets his ass kicked by both. As hilarious as that would be to see in the music video, uh, that is not what actually happened. So actually, you know what? Let's start back at the beginning again. So, yes. Is, is that like the, the intro to the... I, I just like how it just completely stops the whole song. Here's... And then we see the title come up. It's like it's great. He gives just a quick little teaser of what you can expect, pauses, and then gets into the song in earnest. But what he just said was (laughs) the very first word I can't say. Uh, Let's say friends. Friends, iffy. Uh, Blicky got the stiffy. Uh. So who's Blicky? So Blicky refers to Blixy Boys, a blood gang based in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Once again, Steve, your neighbors. Like a good neighbor. The Bloods are there. <laughs> that is the commercial that needs to get made. Oh my god. And the second use of Blicky is slang for a handgun. So if ah, if oh, you're I'm so shocked. I know. If your friends are iffy, it means to be untrustworthy or suspicious. So just in that first verse, we've got a lot of information. We have got some acquaintances who are untrustworthy, and my handgun has got the stiffy, so it's like ready to go, you know? And so what he yelled there was his personal catchphrase, which is scum gang. And if you listen to his first album, he says it about five times in every song. And do you know, scum gangs actually uh, is an acronym. It stands for something. Steve, what do you think it stands for? No, it doesn't stand for anything. Scum words, gang. words are used, but it stands for nothing. No, Steve, you'll love this. Scum gang, scum means, quote, society can't understand me. Oh, good. He's a scene kid, too. <laughs> it is a Brooklyn collective that includes 6ix9ine and used to include a former collaborator, Triple Red. 
Nobody reads my poetry. I'm going to tattoo my face. <laughs> I think that was 6 ix actual career progression. No one can understand me. I'm going to tattoo my face. Pop these niggas like a willy nigga. You a silly nigga. In the hood with them belly niggas. And them hoover niggas. You run up and they shooting niggas. We ain't hooping niggas. Oh, no oh, 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 oh. Tell me. Please tell me hooping is doing hula hoops. <laughs> please tell me it's hula hoops. Oh, this just all sounds so aggressive. Um, it's in fact, it's so aggressive. I don't. Th- I, I would love if in the music video, as soon as that line comes up, it just cuts to him hula hooping. That would be fantastic. Steve, you're looking raptured by the lyrics. No, it's that picture because the the lyric got the blicky uh drum. It holds fifty uh. It's a gun, but it's like a fifty cal with a drum magazine, which I've never seen in my life. How effective <laughs> is that gun, possibly? You can't shoot it without breaking your wrist. And on top of it, you've got a 20-pound cylinder full of bullets and just hanging from it. It looks, like, it looks like it's got testicles. It looks like it's got, it looks like it's got scrotal cancer. It's the manliest gun attachment ever. You're damn right. Like That is the epitome of someone who doesn't understand how guns work, like, a, like coming up with a cool way for guns to work. That is someone who has never used a gun in a in a responsible way or ever been in a firefight. That is not someone who has ever, ever known how guns actually work, but loves the imagery of guns. So it's like, oh man, guns are so cool. What if you put like a big ass thing with bullets on the bottom of it? Yeah, it's going to be kick ass. <laughs> no, it's going to be unusable and you're going to break your wrist. But he goes on. The very first verse is... Uh, Pop these acquaintances like a wheelie. I thought they were friends. Well, are they friends or acquaintances? The frequency of a certain word that shows up in the song is making it very difficult to quote back the lyrics. Pop these acquaintances like a wheelie. Buddy, you're a silly buddy. Yes. Excuse me, I'm just going to look up synonyms for friend. Yeah, we are going we are going to need every single one. In the All right, okay. We'll yeah. say in the hood with them Billy colleagues. And the and, Hoover. And the Hoover. Sorry, hold on. Uh, Amazon wants me to let to let me know that I can win a free gift card. Oh, you should go for that. <laughs> you could buy Takashi's album. Yeah. Uh, in the hood with them Billy colleagues. Yes. Uh, and them Hoover classmates. Yes. You run up and they shootin' familiars. We ain't hoopin' cousins. And unfortunately, the hooping is actually a basketball reference. We ain't hooping because if you... Oh, okay. Because it's all net, in other words. Like, we're not missing. We're not hitting the rim of the hoop. Like, when we're shooting you, it's a... I was going to say slam dunk. slam dunk. Yes. (laughs) What's a a slam dunk version of shooting someone? It's not like you're just, like, running up real close leg and just, like, powing them, like, right in the face, you know? It's never occurred to me. Has not come up in my life. But uh, six is, nine is raising some valid questions. I want to see that in a movie now. Just a slam dunk. So he just made a reference to KB. Oh, he's a Christian rapper, right? What? What? Why would he be a Christian rapper? Oh, I thought I looked him up, and I thought it, I thought I said he was a Christian rapper. What about his lyrical content made you think Christianity? <laughs> no, KB. What is KB? KB's not the Christian rapper. I thought K- I thought he was calling. There's out- a rapper named KB who's a Christian rapper. Yeah, I thought He's he was rapping call- for Jesus. I thought he was calling him out, saying he was fucking this lady. Well, that's a kind of dick move. <laughs> KB, you a loser. <laughs> you a loser, Christian. No, KB is actually 
Uh, in reference to Triple Red, who, as I mentioned before, was a former um, uh, that makes collaborator way more with sense. him. That makes way more sense. <laughs> now, they had a falling out because Triple Red, quote, denounced Hernandez by saying that he, uh, he Triple Red, doesn't promote pedophiles. Oh, wow. So he cut him off. Don't. But then in November... Uh, Triple Red posted a photo of Hernandez, a.k.a. 69, holding hands with another man in an attempt to expose Hernandez as a closeted homosexual. Yeah, I know how I'll get him. I'll expose him doing something sexually natural and societally acceptable. Yeah, take that, <laughs> Hernandez. Plus, the guy's a walking rainbow. I mean, it was like... <laughs> yeah, the hand-holding would be the least questionable part of that. Take a look. It's in a book. Takashi 69. <laughs> but then later that month, um, when Triple Red was in New York, he was assaulted in the hotel he was staying at by individuals alleged. By Double Blue? No, Double Blue. And their accomplice, Single Orange? Quadruple Turquoise had no part in it, but the other two I think may have. Uh, he said he was assaulted by individuals allegedly connected to Takashi 69 over Triple Red's homophobic comments. And then what is probably the saddest sentence I've ever heard between two feuding rappers, quote, the pair continue to trade insults over Instagram Live. Why are they taking the time to even, like, <laughs> click the notification every time? About, oh, that always live right now. Oh, let me get in there. Uh, angry face it. I'm angry facing it. Because it's good publicity. They don't just privately text each other to air their grievances. They just do it on Instagram Live. That's what we need to do to get more listeners. We just need to arbitrarily pick fights with people and film ourselves on Instagram doing it. Why do you always got to give Mike ideas? That sounds brilliant. I'm just like imagining all the people we could just start trashing, start attacking other podcasts. <laughs> let's, stop, let's start with nonprofit charity groups. Ooh, ooh, I call Boys and Girls Club of America. <laughs> Those assholes have had it too good for too long. Okay, that line right there is the most contemptuous thing I have ever heard. Because what 6ix9ine said was, She want to fuck, but keep her clothes on. I only want the jaw. Man, that's really all I use her for as I kick her out the door. There's the base level reading of this in which this is just kind of a reprehensible notion that he's only using her for oral sex, but it is extra hypocritical when you consider the fact his name is 6ix9ine. He has it tattooed mm -hmm. on every square inch of his body. Preach! And if he does not even have the decency to live up to his name and reciprocate the oral sex simultaneously, he is a hypocrite of the highest order. You are either six or nine. You have been, you can relinquish your role as six, nine. That is, it ain't right, man. What a piece of human garbage. Well, it sounds like someone's afraid of the JJ. That's all I'm getting out of that rap line, huh? I like how we, we use, we genius lyrics for a lot of these to try to figure out what the hell people are talking about <laughs> yeah and almost every line of this song has a hyperlink to explain it except <laughs> for i don't want her you can keep the whore she fiending for some more that is the only self-explanatory line in this whole it's song like, it's like everyone got get that yeah <laughs> so that's crack right 
Uh, in reference to which line? The Millie Rock. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. In New York, my... Well, we need another synonym. Oh, excuse me. Uh, compatriot. Yes. Ooh. In New York, my compatriots don't Millie Rock. My partner, uh, Money Bob. He means that... he Or he, he might be implying. I don't know this for certain. But what it seems to indicate is that the 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 rappers and people in the New York area are concerned with getting the money. They're not dicking around with other things. They money bop. They're they're focused on that game. They're not focused on just doing the crack. Uh, they're like we're we're not wasting our time. They are above the influence. Oh, dude, this would be great for Dare. It he would sh- be. He should be a Dare representative. I don't think he should be a Dare representative. <laughs> you don't think he'd be a great role model for kids? <laughs> he is a great role model in terms of look at what Dare was preventing. Though, personally, I don't think Dare prevented much of anything. War on drugs. Hashtag war on drugs is a failure. Ooh, getting topical. <laughs> God, he's gross. What is gross about No grosser that? than some of the other people we've covered, but just... That's just, it's just but uh, of, of an equal amount. Yeah, but I've never called anyone out on it before, so I'm going to, like, this is... So he's going to bear the brunt of it all? this is retroactive. He's just, uh, it's so gross. Well, yeah, I don't know why people hating on the ladies so much, you know? It's just like, dang, you should be appreciative of these people doing. That you're getting anything. Have you looked in a mirror? Oh, that's right, you can't. You are the vampire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, could you make... Don't really sharp tooth purple. <laughs> I got two sharp teeth. Make a purple green. <laughs> Mr. Six Nine, your incisors are uh, disturbingly long. Yeah, make them different colors, please. <laughs> Late at night, bite your sucking blood. Uh. <laughs> Suck your blood. Get that blood in front. Uh. Wow, the song has so many layers. Uh, but yes, he says, I don't fuck with no old hoes, only new hoes, in reference to him forgetting about his, quote, old homies who switched up on him. So he is all about the future, which I think is really sweet. He's, he's looking towards the future, which we should all be looking for. Stop living if in the If he present. was really looking towards the future, he wouldn't have tattooed his freaking face. You, 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 think, you, think, you think tattooing the number 69 on his forehead doesn't set him up for a career at Costco later on in his life? Uh, once, maybe. Three or four times? No. no but you think really. one giant 69 tattooed on your forehead doesn't necessarily disqualify you? It's just the third or the fourth one w- that does? One, you can at least look at him and maybe in your back of your mind, your heart of hearts go, someone made him do that. <laughs> or that's a bad drunk night. But three or four is on purpose. <laughs> Mike, uh, Mike is silent because that very easily could have happened to you. Yes, no, no, very, very easily. <laughs> One I'm night, so- the, 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 the very night where you were talking about earlier when you blacked out at a bar and then woke up in a stranger's lovely Manhattan apartment eating spaghetti with their family. Having you- a very intellectual conversation about religion. Yes. <laughs> in- that- intense, Nick. Intense. But you, you said you came to halfway through you having a mid conversation i was giving a speech i was standing up at the table i was i was announcing about, i was waving my arms around i was like god's my broski i've had so many chances at life so many near-death experiences i talked about my car accident when i have a metal bar on my leg and boy they were just infatuated with the story and or the, terrified in the back of my mind i just kept thinking they can never catch on to what's really happening but i didn't know what was really happening nick <laughs> And you still don't to this day. To this day, no. Ah. Oh. But you could have just as very easily that night, instead of 
coming to in the middle of a religious conversation at a lovely person's uh, dinner table, you could have just woken up with the number 69 tattooed on your head. Maybe that happened to 69, and he's just doubled down on it. I, I feel for him then. In that regard, everything else in this man's life, I don't know. Oh, yes, because the very the very next thing he says after that uh, might make you reconsider. The holes only new holes put my dick in a bag, but I pass it to my bro. I don't love her, that's sad, She a bad hoe. I'm a fucker, then I dash her to the castle. Okay, so what he just said there was, put my dick in her backbone. I pass her to my bro. I don't love her. That's a sad hoe. She a bad hoe. I'm a fucker. Then I dash home to the cash hoe. Now, I don't know what's worse. The toxic masculinity on display in this section and throughout the entire song, or if he thinks it's acceptable to write a professionally produced song that include the lyrics, that's a sad hoe. I don't know what's worse. It's an episode of Sesame Street I think I missed. <laughs> the sad. Emma wants to know what is a sad hoe and what is a happy hoe. Emma doesn't like sad hoe. Emma only likes happy hoe. What is he, why does he sound Italian? <laughs> <laughs> that's Mamma Mia. That's a sad I, hoe. Hey, this is the very first time in my life I've tried an Elmo impression. Okay, so in that case, can, it's, it's can, pretty good. You can give me some freaking slack. That line, put my dick in her backbone. I... Pe- what? <laughs> <laughs> it is a, I don't have a... It con- is a startling visual. It's We know what he's talking about, but the way... I've never heard it put that way before. It is disgustingly anatomical in a way that is physically impossible but still conveys what he's trying to get across. Yes, lest, lest his meaning be lost on the listener. Uh, but then we get into the chorus. Now, is he talking about Triple Red's lady? Or I, just like a generic... We need another synonym. Crony. A generic crony. He's taking a crony's bitch. Ah. Now, I thought he said he left that life behind, but he's talking about robbing people. Well, that's the thing. Like, you see him in interviews where, like, he's, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, scum gang life. It's a society that can't understand me, you know. It's it's about the kids, you know. Like, the kids who, like, you know, don't, like, they don't have anything in their life. And then you hear his lyrics and, like, nothing to do with inspiring youth. Nothing to do with all of the sensitivity that he espouses in interviews. Fuck no. Society's not going to understand you if you're robbing all their shit and fucking their bitches. Yeah, listen, Get out you, of here. You've got you to meet society halfway, okay? It's also not going to literally understand what you're saying if the only word you put emphasis behind is the N-word. That's problematic. <laughs> no one understands what I'm talking down on fire. I'm a saying word all the time. Now. I'm sorry, 6 9 what, what, are you, what are you trying to say? I'm a damn goddamn dead up in the mouth, so, I don't understand him. I'm a fucking all right so yeah that that new little bit of information um hit a stain 50 bands all hunteds uh, which was translated as, quote, after, quote, hitting a stang, which is performing a robbery, 
Gummo is now in possession of $50,000 in the form of $100 bills. So the song is really telling a story, which I do appreciate. At least it's telling the an overarching story. Yes. That's good. So it's telling us it's it's almost ah, god i almost want to say it's most of the things i complain about it's not doing because it's telling a story and it's telling it through metaphor like it he's is not mumbling he's, he's he, very he delivers it in a very aggressive angry way and he, that comes across i feel like i'm he, being yelled at he has yeah he has a story and he's in like to tell a story using strictly metaphor is is you know that is it's the definition of of artistry uh, when it comes to songwriting you know like you want to tell a story and you want to do it in a way that is, uh, you know somewhat of a higher level than just saying what happened. It's just in this case what he's saying, <laughs> the story he's trying to tell <laughs> is morally story. is morally bankrupt. Oh, I don't know, Steve. I think this is that point in the podcast where you come around. You're like, you know what? I actually understand and appreciate what this artist is going for no i'm just saying he's not guilty of the things i'm normally mad about when it comes to music but his he's guilty of new things he's guilty of all new things that i was originally mad about but didn't talk about yet so lazy yeah i want to take that i want to murder that guy but fuck it i don't have the time i'm busy <laughs> no quite the opposite he said i ain't want to take his life but uh the source well wisher i ain't want to take his life but well wisher fuck it so he's actually he's he, he's the opposite of lazy he is he is actually uh taking the time and effort to uh kill this person ah i stand corrected he is a despicable human being <laughs> What? Steve was on the fence up until this point, but it's finally, it's it's a slam dunk. What's the whip? Is that like a, just real quick? Well, so the dash or the race is slang for running from the law. Ah. So he's going to do the dash and the whip, count the, or uh, do the dash and the whip, count the cash in the whip. I don't know what the whip is. The whip is his car. It's got to be his car. Unless he has like, you know, sometimes you hold leftovers in like a Cool Whip container. Maybe he's putting the cash there. Count the cash in the whip. No, Nick, I can afford Tupperware. You've never been at someone's house and like you think you're getting Cool Whip and you open it and it's like leftover macaroni. Oh my God. Literally, my mom made put egg salad in the Cool Whip container. Oh, that's the worst. I feel like this pie tastes weird. (laughs) Eh, for, fuck it. For some reason, I feel like Cool Whip containers more often than not contain leftovers as opposed to actual Cool Whip. But I would be thrilled if I opened it and it was actually just a six nines stack of money that he robbed. <laughs> but you know what? Actually, that is the chorus just repeats itself again. Uh, Takashi wants to drive this final point home, and then that's the end of the song. <sighs> oh no. Now it's 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 funny though because at first when we were trying to figure out the way to cover this song. Uh, due to the usage of one particular word uh, that shows up very often, uh, we how many times did you count? How, how, what was the count halfway down again? Uh, I got halfway down and was already at like 17. <laughs> yes. Let's double that. Let's say about 35 times or so. We couldn't quite say. So the, the initial challenge we had was <laughs> when we have to quote these lyrics, what do we use? Now, the standby is to use the term ninja, which, uh, ninja! St- which Steve, who, by the way, Steve is the most politically correct, socially sensitive person that I know. And he brought out the problems of that word because it is still co-opting a word that we 
are not allowed to use, even if it, it's just there in place of the other word that we mean to it's say. It's just us getting away with something. Yes. And and I just... I There's one there's one driving force behind my life, and that is... I just, rage! Rage. Uh, no, it is a it is just... Uh, I don't... I just don't want to get... I just don't want to get yelled at. I don't want... I don't want people to yell at me. I just... I don't have the emotional... I just have the emotional uh, structure for it. I just don't. So, like, I, at all times, at all costs, try to avoid people getting mad at me for things I could easily avoid. But the solution is... Oh, yeah. You can't necessarily use the word ninja in all, that, in all those places, because, right, you said it's, it, it's us getting away with something. However, if you put the word ninja in there and then change the rest of the entire song to fit around the theme of ninja... No harm, no foul. That's totally cool. Mm, I don't like at all where this is going. And lo and behold, we stumbled upon a song uh, titled, what is it titled, Mike? Uh, Show Gunmo. Show Gunmo. Uh, Show Gunmo. Which is all about, which is a historically accurate song, all about ninjas. uh, That is to the theme and the uh, instrumental of the song Gummo by Takashi69. So we have it pulled up here. I think it's a great song. It's a, it's a, it's a very unique interpretation on uh, the. No, original I world. hate this. Oh, <laughs> uh, this this is exact. I have the exact same feeling now that I did when my girlfriend made me go on the cyclone. <laughs> Ninjas eating uh, ninja chips, you stiffy ah. Uh. Got the sticky ah, uh, seven counted fifty ah. Uh. In the temple with your ninjas and the Jimmy ninjas You run up and you be killing ninjas Not shadowboxing ninja Tokugawa, you will lose a ninja Get rid of all this ninja In the alley, dagger on the drop Troops in my zone, they kinda suck But I keep my eyes on, I always find the fuck Men are something really useful Kicking asses out the door Get a cleaner while I'm killing more Clean blood off the floor Eagle real ninja don't samurai, we should know we fly. Blow some dark ninja, throw a jurican, throw a lot. Stands up from Staten Island, blowing up my spot. Ninja dog demon paintings might be worth a lot. I don't fight with old foes, only new foes. Cause the old one's got the tombstone he passed on, yo. I smoke my vanish from the foe, now he mad foe. I'ma kill him before I dash home to the temple. I'm on some crouching tiger shit. Hidden dragon bitch, gonna dash to a flip Steal jewels while I slip, pull out a flip Kapow is the shit, shout out Cause I'm a fucking ninja bitch So it seems like step one is to write the parody Step two is to practice it <laughs> I know, I was trying to practice earlier Let me be totally clear Huh? We never said we were good at rapping. <laughs> we did not say that. We did not say we, that. We make, yes, we come from a position of trying to make fun of rappers for their bad rapping. But at no point did we then say that that makes us good rappers. So I just want, before we, <laughs> yes, we are hypocrites in that regard. Absolutely. However, we never, ever said we were also good at it. So... Just, you can be bad at something and still recognize why it's bad. In fact, what better person to know how a thing is bad than the person who is also bad at doing the thing? That's my two cents, if you ask me. Can't argue with that. I never said we were good at this. 
And I was against this from the very start. <laughs> I think we nailed it, guys. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, I appreciate the historical accuracy of the song, and from so, what you were able so to from un- the crouching tiger, hidden dragon part, that's a, that's a ninjas love that that's, movie, that's Steve. A, how that's dare a different, you? That's a different country. It's it's just really cool, though. You know, it makes you think ninjas, even though it's not necessarily ninjas. So if you want to do a version of this song with a clean conscience, uh, just, just send make it all about ninjas. Send show, show Gunmo. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that is it for the song Gummo by uh, Takashi69. Now, once again, he, his new album just came out. He is on the upward trajectory, so we will almost certainly be hearing more from one Mr. 69. Good. I was... <laughs> Uh, I, was, I, I could see how worried had, you were, Steve. I like, had will the, he have I more had, music? I had the knife to my carotid artery, just waiting to, <laughs> to know if he was going to come out with more music, to know you what I should do You always have that knife it. right next to your grumpy old man hat. Like, you have this plethora of props in front of you that you're always just itching to use. Well, you know, I've always seen myself as more of a prop comic. <laughs> <laughs> Which is great for podcasts. Uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. You can... Um, Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we have a lot of listeners on many platforms, including Spotify. But if you can, even if you don't listen to us there, go to Apple Podcasts. We'll include a link in the show notes. Uh, write us a review. It can be five stars. We'd appreciate it. But you know what? Do what your heart tells you to do. Um, but you can also follow us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. And you can message us directly um, via email, DMs on all the social medias if you just want to say hey. Or if you have a song suggestion that you think would be great for the show. And you can follow me personally on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Brigadier, uh, Mr. Mike Russell. Yeah, you can find me at MrMikeRussell.com or on Instagram at MrMikeRussell.com. That's MrMR.dot. And uh, yeah, like Nick said, please reach out, throw us your feedback, your song suggestions, what funny noises you think people should censor the end bomb with in their heads. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah. Yes, right out the sound effect. Yeah, the exact use. sound effect, whether it's a bike horn, clown shoes, or you know the the or Steve, like just giving up, sighing heavily. <laughs> or us, yeah. I'm gonna take a bitch. Fuck up. <laughs> Shit. And Steve, where may we find you? Uh, you may find me on Twitter. At uh, Your Man Trollo. You may find me at Instagram on Your Man Troller. You may find me uh, on my website eventually, stephentroller.com. And those three places, and that is it. No more, no less. Don't ask me for different places to communicate with me. I won't respond. But maybe you'll find him in Brooklyn. I certainly hope Takashi 69 does. <laughs> and the entire blood. I just clips. want Steve <laughs> to, co- to open his... Steve does not actually live near Bushwick. But I want Steve to open his front door at one point, going out to work, and there'd be a Takashi 69 music video shoot happening right in his front yard. And then Takashi just looks at Steve, looks, they match eye to eye, and he just points with a shaking finger at Steve. You! Or, you! And then I just gaze deeply into his eyes, and I say, it's on. <laughs> that is Steve, a uh, host of Sometimes Steve Report! He's a bitch! <laughs> He's a bitch talking shit about my shit. Gonna fuck him up. Gonna fuck him up. Uh, I, I actually, Steve, I mean this honestly. I actually hope that doesn't happen. Thank you. <laughs> uh, once again, though, thank you very much for listening. I am Nick Brigadier. I'm Mike Russell. And I'm a fucking ninja bitch. And we will see you next week. Take care. <laughs>